Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tradies News in a Nutshell, the final one for the week. It is the 24th of June, 2022. Daniel Pedgrew with you ahead of a big weekend of rugby league. Of course, no NRL this weekend, but rep round and, of course, state of origin just over 48 hours away. We'll have a preview of that in just a second uh, with Charlie. Good, sir. There was an under-19s origin game played last night. A good win for New South Wales. We'll talk about that as well. And some other bits and pieces in rugby league floating around. Bit of cricket news around as well. So plenty to get through. The number, as per usual, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, Or you can text 0457 736 736. The Hot Topic. Thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a ring. Uh, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ring. A couple of things for you this morning. Firstly, I uh, want your origin scoreline and man of the match. We're going to ask Charlie Good so that shortly on 0457 736 736 scoreline and man of the match. Who do you think is going to win? And as we look ahead towards origin, I also want to know the unluckiest player to have never have played origin. Um, for either New South Wales or Queensland. There's a host of them out there. I'll give you mine a little later on. Chance for you to win a Velveline T-shirt this morning. Your unluckiest player to have never played State of Origin for either New South Wales or Queensland and your scoreline and man of the match for the game on Sunday night. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 to your texts and your call shortly. Charlie Goodsir is here. He was here just five minutes after me. You're very keen this morning, Charlie. Good morning. Yeah, uh, I came to defend myself. I, I heard a lot of people angry with my take yesterday. I wouldn't say angry. So if you missed the show yesterday, we were talking about would you prefer uh, for your side, your NRL side, to win a premiership or would you prefer for your state, whether it be New South Wales or Queensland, to win the state of origin? Now, this came about because we had a discussion in the office a couple of weeks ago about this and you said that you'd prefer to see New South Wales win a state of origin series rather than Newcastle win the NRL, which is the team you support. Why is that? So, yeah, I do support Newcastle. So there's a little bit of, yes, uh, well, there there's yeah. a, bit of a reason why. Mm. <laughs> They're not going to win anything soon. Mm. But growing up, and this, this just comes from my childhood, I think, growing up, Origin was everything. It mm. was, it was the pin- It's still the pinnacle of the game. It, it is what every NRL player aspires to achieve in their career, not only play Origin, but also win an Origin series. Mm. And I think especially those eight years of absolute hell that Queensland put us through really made me yearn for that title. I I honestly didn't think it was going to happen again. I honestly didn't think I was going to see in my (laughs) lifetime as a 15-year-old teenager Mm. that I'd ever seen New South Wales uh, lift the Origin Trophy. They did. Mm. And it was the sweetest feeling. It was the most elated I've felt watching sport, I I think. yeah. Well, 2014, um, were you there then that 
day. I wasn't. No, I wasn't. But I was at home cheering on in mm. my in my Blues jerseys. Always, I invited all my friends as I as I always do every year. Mm. And yeah, I was I was on the verge of tears. I don't I don't cry a lot, but that really made me cry because I remember <laughs> watching in. 2005, I was in mm. year one, mm. and by the time they'd won another one, I was in year 10. Yes, well, that's so a it's, very long time. Yeah, and I just I just remember the feeling of, of winning that, and I always just think that it, it is the penalty of the game. It is what I always love. I, I fell out of rugby league a little bit in my time, but there was mm. one thing I would always watch was State of Origin. Mm. That mm. was the one constant, and it didn't help that Newcastle were terrible at the time, <laughs> winning three wooden spoons in a row, which honestly... Giving back those performances over the ones that we're currently dishing up, mm. but 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 that that's my stance on it, is that it it's a pinnacle of the game. It's what I've always been drawn to, mm-hmm. and it's what I always watch. Fair argument. Yep. Fair argument. Yep. Uh, and Trent Hopkinson, of course, was the man that uh, gave New South Wales the trophy back in 2014. Former Nova Castrian. Uh, yes, <laughs> indeed. All right. Uh, now, we will get to State of Origin in just a second. But uh, last night, now, you said you watched a bit of this. I saw about 10 minutes of it. Just uh, quickly, the under-19s at Leichhardt Oval, New South Wales, 32 over Queensland. Four. You said something really interesting to me in the office before. It, it's great that it's now being televised and not a curtain raiser to another match. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of curtain raises mm. anyway, so not just poo-pooing that idea at all. But I think that giving its own platform, mm. um, especially the under-19 girls, especially mm. to start off uh, the night, I love that it's got its own evening. There's yep. nothing else on on Thursday night. Mm. Like at Oval, fairly decent crowd, televised not only on Channel 9, but also Fox and KO as well. Mm. I think it's great. It's just added exposure to the game and... If it wasn't on, I wouldn't have probably watched it. I wouldn't have sorted out. So the mm. fact that it was just there, it was a Thursday night. I was pretty bored. I'm uh, just getting ready to go to bed earlier yeah. to get up here early in the morning. Mm. Um, I, I thought it was great. And the product was great as mm. well. The women's game was outstanding. I think if you haven't seen the Jada Taylor try for mm. New South Wales where she ran 110 metres mm. to score a try, is it was to... Steal Brandy's quote. Outstanding. Outstanding. Yes. Um, Yeah. And it was 22 points to six in that women's game as well. New South Wales over Queensland. So successful night for New South Wales. Let's turn our attention to the weekend. We'll stick with women's for now. Now, tonight uh, is New South Wales versus Queensland in the women's state of origin in Canberra. You will hear that as well uh, with the dynamic duo of Jimmy Smith and Jaleesa Apps uh, a little later on today on SCN. Uh, What I think... Uh, and you talk about the under-19 state of origin clash. This has also uh, formed a brand of its own over the past four or five years. They're extending it to two matches next year. Uh, I saw, I think it was Kezi Apps come out and say, why not just play three? Uh, that's a bit strange. I agree with her on that one. But this one should be an interesting one tonight. Uh, I hope New South Wales get the win. Yeah, I think they will. Mm. I think uh, I was listening to um, Captain's Run with Cameron Smith mm. and Denner Kemp yesterday, and they said that despite the fact that New South Wales have the two best players in the comp as of, you know, winning medals and stuff. Mm. You can never underestimate Queensland. That mm. you know, the Broncos are still, I'd say, the the strongest team in the NRLW. And I think with the added added interest of the NRLW and also with the announcement of the new teams as well, I think this has got a lot going for it. Mm. And again, I love that it's on its own standalone yep. night. I love that all the attention, all the spotlight is on the state of origin uh, women's game. And it should be cracky. We've got some great names. You've got um, Isabel Kelly, who I think is going to uh, dominate as well, like she always does in mm. the Origin Arena. 
So really looking forward to this one. Yeah, it should be a good one. Now, tomorrow, uh, the three internationals, uh, New Zealand Tonga is at 3.20 p.m., Samara Cook Islands at 5.40, and then PNG up against Fiji at 7.50. That game, particularly the one in New Zealand, I'm really looking forward to New Zealand Tonga. The first game, I know the Warriors and the Warriors tweeted yesterday that that game against the Tigers sold out uh, next weekend. But this is the first professional rugby league match in New Zealand in two and a half years uh, around that anyway. So I would imagine it's going to be packed. There's going to be a lot of New Zealand fans, a lot of Tongan fans there. And I think as well, just in terms of International Rugby League, we're in the midst of a really exciting State of Origin series and NRL season that once the origin is done is going to hit fever pitch. But we're only about three and a half months away from the Rugby League World Cup. So these matches, all three of them tomorrow, are very important. So yeah, that, that New Zealand Tonga one, mm. I'm just licking my lips. Yep. If there was one game to... Uh, surpassed State of Origin this weekend. It is this one. Agreed. I'm going to give you some names. Mm. Joseph Manu. At fullback. He's so good at fullback. Yeah. Jerome Hughes. Mm. Brandon Smith. Mm. Joseph Tarpany. That's just on the Kiwis team. Mm. And then you've got, of course, Tamalolo mm. for, for Tonga. Moses Suli. Got Tolotai Kula. You've got some great players on both sides. Mm. And uh, Michael McGuire we had on yesterday said this is one of the strongest Kiwi sides he's ever had the privilege to coach. This is going to be a cracker. And it'll be interesting to see how New Zealand go, not taking away from the other two games as well, but you look at who could rival Australia at that World Cup, which begins, I think it's the 15th of October. Um, Obviously, Australia's going to be the favourite, but you look at New Zealand, you look at Great Britain or England, and then probably Tonga is the other one as well in there. So this game's going to be really intriguing as we build up towards that World Cup in a few months' time. New Zealand are my favourite. New Zealand are my favourite to win. I know that, like... Again, Australia is always just going to be a favourite for the World Cup just by virtue of the mm. fact that you know the National Rugby League in mm. Australia is the best NRL uh, rugby league competition in the world. Mm. New Zealand are my favourites. Mm. I, I think they are scarily good. I mm. think Joseph Manu really intimidates me. Yep, he's really scary <laughs> on the on the field. I yeah, I, I think they play a more exciting brand mm. of, of rugby league, mm. and it would just it, it, again, it's just going to be fascinating. And then we've also got. Um, Cook Islands and mm. Samoa as well. I think I think uh, the Fiji game as well. That'll be good. It's going to be another cracker. So a really interesting line of international rugby league, which is, which is great. Um, and we heard reports earlier this week that the NRL is seriously looking at a international tournament at the end of the mm. season, which I think can only do good things for the game. Yeah, 100%. We have to do this each year. Obviously, we've got the World Cup this year, um, and that all starts the 15th of October and ends at Old Trafford. Where I will be uh, on the grand final, final World Cup final day. I think it's the 12th of November, something like that. 13th of November, 19th of November, one of them anyway. Uh, looking forward to that. Now, here it is, the big one for you anyway. New South Wales and Queensland. Uh, SCN will have it all covered, three different uh, calls. Um, Queensland very good in game one. I don't know if they can get much better than they were. They've had to make a couple of changes. New South Wales, we talked about it on Monday, have made a stack of changes how are you feeling about New South Wales four or five days on from that team being named? And Brandy has said that there will be no changes to the starting lineup. And, and I do believe him. Yep. I, I do believe Brandy on this one. Um, I'm feeling a lot more confident because I remember when the team first dropped, you and mm. I were just a bit shaky. Yes. I think as the week has gone on, and mm. we've heard Michelle Bishop on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy say that they're looking more intense. Yep. They're looking really good, and mm. I am really confident. And mm. I know it's probably going to break my heart, <laughs> but I I just think that, that there's a fire in the belly that wasn't there last time. Mm. I think 
the war of words has been ignited. Yep. I think the whole Liam Martin grub debate. Mm. The, the Courier Mail having a go at Liam Martin for grubby tactics is the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Queensland, you've been doing it for bloody years. You're still mm. doing it. Mm. Get over yourselves. You're not. You're not the good guys. You are. You're the Slytherin of uh, the NRL rugby league world. Um, you're really excited. I'm very happy it's in Perth. Yes. And I'm starting to agree with James Magnuson more and more mm. in that Queensland have missed a trick by arriving mm. yesterday. Mm. I found that weird as well. I would have thought they would have wanted to be up though in Perth since Monday or Tuesday at the very latest. Well, just, yeah, get used to it. You're, it Western Australia is, for all intended purposes, on the other side of the country, on the yep. other side of the world. It's a different time zone, mm. completely different place. What, and yeah, what well, takes you longer to get from uh, Sydney or Queensland from to Perth than it does to New Zealand? Yeah, well, exactly, it's, exactly. Yeah. So it, it it sort of makes no sense to me. But I'm predicting a, an Origin romp. Are you? I'm predicting a big, big win for New South Wales. Okay. I'm going 32 to 10. Ooh, that that's that's a very very big scoreline. Uh, yeah. we'll see. We're recording this, so we'll yeah. play that out yeah. on Monday morning. Just a couple of other quick things before I let you go. From a Queensland point of view, Cam Munster was excellent in game uh, one. It is very important for New South Wales to sh- to shut down Cam Munster and also Daly Cherry Evans. And then you saw what they did off the bench with Harry Grant coming off the bench as well. Yeah, Harry Grant, uh, Pat Carrigan as yep. well. Yes, he was great. I, that, that their bench players were great. I. I think New South Wales learned its lesson last time. I think especially with the whole Liam Martin and Grubb stuff, mm. they were just like, you know what? Why did it take 50, 65 minutes for Liam Martin to have a crack at Munster who has a crack at us every single year? Yep. Why yep. has it taken that long to start igniting when we're down mm. by 10 points mm. and it's you know game one on our home turf? That should just be the get-go from the start. So I think the hate's going to be there. Mm. And yeah, I, I think Munster is in for a, a long night. Final, a long night. Final question. Yep. Do you see Matt Burden putting up any of those spiralling bombs on Sunday night? I hope so. I hope I so really, too. really hope so. Mm. I I want Freddie Fittler to give him free reign. And it also just adds another dimension as well. If he just does, just does one or two in the opening 20 minutes, mm. along with Cleary as well, it also just puts that seed in the mind of the Queensland team. They're like, who's kicking it? Mm. And, it's, and I think that's what was predictable in game one was they knew that Clear was going to get the ball every time so they could all charge him. Mm. It goes to Clear or Burden, who knows? That's true. And Burden has been fantastic the last three, four weeks. So yep. I'm really glad he's starting as well. Mm. And yeah, game on Queensland. I remember the last time the game was played over in Perth in 2019. It was a very similar uh, situation where Queensland were leading the series 1-0 New South Wales under a bit of pressure and they played some fantastic rugby league. I agree with you. I think New South Wales will win. I'm not going to go as far as the scoreline as you did, but I think probably 22-14, I reckon it will be. New South Wales over Queensland. Now, you're back with Vossi and Brandy or Vossi and Jack. I don't know what time you're on this morning, so I'm not sure. But what uh, do you have? Do you have some great stuff lined up for them? I do. I've yep. got uh, some fake news stories, oh. some uh, one-man team heroics. Yes, and uh, some celebrations gone wrong. Uh, very good. Very good tease. I yes. look forward to that. <laughs> All with Vossi and Brandy on uh, your wonderful segment. And we'll chat again Monday. It'll be the first place where you can hear a review of Origin 2. Thank you, Charlie. Very, very good stuff. And he will be featuring a part. I, it's my favourite segment, actually, on a Friday morning of the Vossi and Brandy Breakfast Show. Charlie, a good sir. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. A few texts there. I'll get to them after the break. 
asking you a couple of things this morning. First one is I want your scoreline and man of the match for State of Origin. And if you get it bang on on Monday morning, we'll review all of these and uh, we'll get you a prize. 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. And also asking you this morning, as we look ahead to State of Origin, the unluckiest player to have never have played State of Origin, whether it be for New South Wales, whether it be for Queensland, there's a stack of them out there. We will get to your text in a moment. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It's coming up to 16 past five. At 20 past five, just on the Rugby League World Cup, by the way, it all kicks off Saturday the 15th of October in the early hours of, uh, well, late hours of Saturday night, early hours of Sunday morning where England will play Samoa and on that same day, Australia will play Fiji as well. So it's only, what, three and a half months away and it will end, I got the dates a bit muddled up, but it will end uh, on a double head of the Women's World Cup Final and the Men's World Cup Final, both at Old Trafford on Saturday the 19th of November, uh, early hours of Sunday morning uh, here, the Women's Final final first, followed by the men's final uh, as well at Old Trafford on Saturday the 19th of November. So looking forward to all of that. Now, just remember, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iCanWin.com. Dot au twenty one past five oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy asking you for your state of origin scorelines your man of the match this morning plus your unluckiest player to have never have played state of origin for New South Wales or Queensland a few texts here and no name to this one but they say. 24 points to 20, New South Wales will win on Sunday night in Perth, and James Sedesco will be man of the match. Well, he was sensational, wasn't he, for the Blues last time around in a losing team, probably along with Jack Wyden, their best player. He's been very good all year at Tedesco in a struggling Roosters team as well. 24-20, we'll keep that. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, Yeovil Treeman has said, Hi, Dan. Was thinking of making a Minji Lee winning back-to-back golf matches this weekend as my bold prediction. However, uh, woke up to a very strange-looking leaderboard. It has changed now, but it showed in Ji-Chan on top after an 8-under 64. Then you had 19 players way back at 1-under, followed by 29 players at even and 31 players at 1. If you like him at Brady's Golf Desk. Now, he also says Cleary to kick a field goal in the dying minutes for a 17-16 win for the Blues, securing a man of the match for himself. All right, interesting. 17-16, Charlie's gone. Uh, Charlie uh, Charlie Goodsir went probably the biggest scoreline. The rest of them have been... Pretty close. And Jason says, uh, hi, Dan. Tips of the week this weekend. Queensland to win the Women's Origin tonight. New Zealand to beat Tonga. Uh, Papua New Guinea to win uh, tomorrow against Fiji. And then the Cook, Island, uh, Cook Islands to win as well. And Queensland uh, to win State of Origin on Sunday night in Perth. Thank you, Jason. Keep them coming in 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Chance to win a Valvoline t shirt. Just want your scoreline, your man of the match for Sunday night's game two of Origin and your unluckiest player to. Uh, to have never played State of Origin. To more of your texts shortly, 0457736736. There is a bit of NRL news still around as well. It's sort of 
been a bit under the radar, as you can imagine, this week with the Rep Brown at Origin. Uh, but however, the Knights are trying to keep Anthony Milford by enticing him with a multi-year extension, despite the fact he has a handshake agreement with the Dolphins. We know Milford was given a career lifeline with the Knights after being let go by the Broncos and the Rabbitohs while he fought a court battle that he's been since found not guilty. According to Brent Reid... Uh, Milford, who was keen to return to the Dolphins under Wayne Bennett in the future, may be convinced to stay with the promise of long-term security at the Knights. He does have a handshake agreement with the Dolphins to go back to Queensland next year. Uh, however, Newcastle desperately want him to stay. They are talking about a multi-year deal. The Dolphins, to Brent Reid's understanding, is only a one-year offer. The Knights are hoping they convince him to stay by offering a few more years. Uh, well, that's interesting. I uh, should have asked Charlie earlier. Milford, look, he's a very good player. I think his game management lets him down. Sometimes we saw that just the other day with uh, that game against the Canberra Raiders with, what, about two or three minutes to go when they were in front. I think it was 18-14 or something like that. He put over that chip over the top. And, look, it almost did lead to a try in the end for the Newcastle Knights. But... In the end, Canberra getting the win in the dying minutes to Hudson Young at Knights fans. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Would you like to see Anthony Milford stay at your club for longer? And if you're a Dolphins fan or even just looking forward to the Dolphins getting into the competition, if it is true that he's done that handshake deal, he wouldn't want to, well, maybe he will go back on it, backflip on it. But yeah, it would be disappointing for them if they can't get Anthony Milford to the club. Latrell Mitchell, meanwhile, has launched a passionate defence of under fire South's teammate Cody Walker and called for the uh, downing, basically, of criticism of New South Wales players, particularly from former stars now working in the media. Now, Walker, as we know, has been heavily criticised over his form and on-field dust-ups as South sits seventh on the ladder, leading to speculation the Rabbitohs may not extend the playmaker's contract beyond 2023. But Latrell Mitchell, who returns next week against Parramatta, says he wants to play out his career with Walker at the Redfern Club. And he said, that's 100% why I came to play at Souths, was to enjoy my footy with Cody Walker because I know what type of player he is and what type of teammate he is. He makes the team better when he's on. Cody puts everything on the line for South Sydney. That's who he is through and through. That's in his DNA. They gave him the opportunity to be Cody Walker. I think a lot of people need to shut up, sit back, and let his footy do the talking. Well, whilst I agree with that, he went on to say a lot more as well. Uh, and no doubt Cody Walker does give a lot to South Sydney, as I'm sure every player does to every club. He facts are he hasn't been in form this year. He's had a couple of good games and Souths have had a couple of good games, but they haven't been setting the world on fire. And a part of that has been Cody Walker. But I do think on Latrell Mitchell, his inclusion to that South Sydney team next weekend is huge. And if he can stay injury free, uh, it is going to be very, very important for him and for South to stay injury free. Uh, and he will probably be featuring in State of Origin game number three as long as I say he doesn't pick up an injury in the next couple of weeks. But from a South point of view, Latrell Mitchell has to be firing at the back, as I said, sitting in seventh position at the moment. And that may well help help Cody Walker take the pressure off him a bit because uh, Lachlan Ilias, we saw he was hooked from the field last weekend in their loss against the Dragons. But Walker's really been the main playmaker this year and no Latrell Mitchell for most of the season hasn't really helped him either. Uh, all the focus on the, on Cody Walker. So potentially getting Latrell Mitchell back with Cody Walker may well help him in the long run. We'll wait and see what happens with that. And I'm sure Souths fans will definitely want Cody Walker to stay. And 
maybe pick up the form that he has shown in previous years. And it does sound like Latrell, as long as he stays fit, will be in that state of origin uh, side. And I mentioned this as well for Game 3. Uh, women's state of origin tonight, you'll hear that with Jimmy and Jalissa. Uh, however, should next year's series be split a game apiece, the winner of Friday night's game tonight at GIO Stadium in Canberra will retain the shield because they're not going to do one game next year. They're going to do two games. I'm not entirely sure why they're not going to go and do uh, three games. As I said, Kezi Yaps, the uh, New South Wales captain, has said, let's just make it three games. Two is silly. Um, it is very, very odd. Um also, Corbin Baxter from the Roosters has backed App's call about the length of the series, saying, I think it should be three. Uh, it's hard to get a roll on it. It becomes tricky. It would be more of a spectacle if it were three. It should be the same as the men. Uh, yeah, well, I agree. If you're going to extend the series, you either keep it at one or you move it to three games. I don't really understand the point of having two games, and hopefully the NRL and whoever is in charge of that looks into that before next year because, yeah, two games is a little silly. But looking forward to that one tonight, the Women's State of Origin, New South Wales and Queensland. It will be on SCN with Jimmy Smith, Jalissa Abs, um, and, of course, on all the TV channels as well at GIO Stadium. Another text, three unlucky players, Nathan Blacklock, yep, Preston Campbell, he was a fantastic player, and Luke Patton in terms of unluckiest players not to make origin. Keep them coming through 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Want to know the unluckiest players to have never have played origin for either New South Wales or Queensland and your scoreline. Who's going to win and who's going to be the man of the match for State of Origin on Sunday night? We'll take a break. Come back with more. It's 29 past five. Yeah, five and a half to six o'clock. Been asking you for scorelines for Sunday night and your unluckiest player to have never, never played Origin. Jimmy Suss has been in contact. Morning, Dan. Jared Croker is one player who missed out on an Origin jumper and was one of the best centres in the competition for a few years. Great text. Yeah, uh, very unlucky, uh, Jared Croker. No name to this text, but uh, they say the scores tonight in the Women's State of Origin will be New South Wales 12-6 and then Sunday will be 30-12 New South Wales winning. Thank you for that text. We'll keep that on file. And the Chookman has got in touch. Mitch Orbison, uh, unluckiest player, endeavour to play Origin. Yeah, I agree with that. Blues 22, Queensland 18, the Chookman. I'll give away a couple of Valvoline shirts today. Uh, one to you, Chookman, and also Jimmy Suss. I'll be in contact with you guys over the next couple of days. Uh, thank you for your company today. Don't forget through 11.70 SEN, it's Vossi and Brandy James Magnuson with Vossi for the first couple of hours before Brandy joins from Perth and through 1620 Gold Coast at SENQ. It will be uh, Pat and Heels to take you through the breakfast show. Glenn Maxwell, he's been added to the Australian squad uh, for the Test Series against Sri Lanka, which you'll hear on SEN beginning on the 29th of June. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your weekend of Rugby League. We'll catch you Monday morning for your review of Origin. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.